All right, the Aaron Boone Report is brought to you by Jersey Mike's, the official sub sandwich of the New York Yankees, by Mercedes-Benz and Paramus on Route 17. Pick Paramus for your new Mercedes-Benz today. And by the New York Community Bank and the NYCB family of banks online at mynycb.com. We're joined now by Yankee manager Aaron Boone. Aaron, welcome. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing fine, thank you. Appreciate it uh, as we go through this uh, Houston series. And I'll tell you, the first two games, uh, almost a little playoff intensity for early May. You could tell the crowd's into it, the players are into it. It kind of picked up a little bit. You can tell there's a little edge with these two teams. Yeah, no question. Obviously, you know, when I look at Houston over there, great club, um, the energy in the crowd, um, you know, kind of had that feel where just every pitch is, is really important. Um, you know, both sides have, have pitched real well here the first two games and for the most part held the offense down. But it's 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 definitely been an electric atmosphere and a lot of fun to be a part of these games. Let me not bury the lead. We should get to Montgomery first. Ten-day DL, does that tell me that it's not a serious injury? Well, no, he's got a flexor strain, which, which means he's not going to be able to even throw anything for probably two or three weeks. Okay. And then by the time you ramp him back up, it's probably more of a six- to eight-week type type injury, but um, I think for now we've we've avoided the the most serious situation, but it is something that's going to hold them down for a little while. So we're looking at, at probably we just had a little bit of a logjam on uh, as far as the DLs went, so he's going to be out a while. So uh, do you usher Jermaine into the rotation? Do you rather keep him in the role he's in now? What's your immediate plans? Yeah, so he's, he'll fill his spot. Him pitching today will we'll put him on normal rest to go Sunday ahead of the off day. And um, so the plan is for Herman to, <clears throat> excuse me, throw Sunday. Um, you know, he should be fairly built up, you know, not to where he was at the start of the season when he was starting all the time. But, um, you know, we feel like we can at least get some length out of him. But we'll go with Herman certainly in the short term and, and, and frankly, have a lot of confidence in him. How about now, Herman's pitched well. He threw ball well yesterday. Mm-hmm. He's got a good arm. Is he a guy you think you can stretch out a little bit, or is that going to be an issue? No, I think we can. I mean, he he won't be quite there. Hopefully next time out, you know, he'll be back up to maybe 70, 75, 80 pitches possibly. But um, he is a guy that we feel like we can get there, and we feel like he has the ability um, to be a starter, and and we're going to have to probably lean on him here at least the next few times uh, through the rotation. How about filling his role? So we we got David Hale back. Right. He gets here this evening. Um, so he gives us another long option between him and Cole, you know, to where if we ever have a situation in a game where we just need to get innings, those are two guys that are fairly built up that, that kind of protect us uh, just in case we get in any kind of a situation. We're talking with Yankee manager Aaron Boone, the Montgomery injury, though, so that one's going to be a while. So Armand uh, will move into the rotation. So that's uh, what you expect there now. Couple things we noticed in this series. First of all, the, everything was on Gray and a lot of little pressure on him, the way he had thrown, and then he came in and challenged hitters through a lot better. It's only one game, but you had to like what you saw from Sonny Gray in the first game of the series. Uh, yeah, we did. It's another big step for him. I, I, I felt like even though the prior start, it wasn't great, and he went, I think, four and two thirds inning, I thought the compete was better. I, I thought he, he, he made some pitches in some spots when he needed to. Um, you know, when something's gone wrong, behind him um he's ratcheted up his his competitiveness and 
And I thought he did that really, really well in his last start and, and hopefully another building block because the stuff is there for him to be a really quality pitcher for us, and that's our expectation. And, and hopefully he'll build on uh, this last start, his next go-around. Can you, get, can you get to the point where Sanchez can catch him, or is it going to have to be Romine? I think we can get there. Um, you, know, it, you know, it's something we're going to continue to work at, especially in between starts and stuff. Um, it'll be something that Roe and, and Gary and, and Sonny are all part of. Um, but we think we can get there. In the meantime, though, you know, based on the schedule and day games after night games, we can, as we try and get Sonny going here, um, we'll probably pick most of the spots where we do um, catch row and pair, pair row mine up with them. But we feel like um, at, at any point in this summer, we feel like we need to get to a place where it doesn't matter who's back there. And you also have to like what you've seen from Batances. I mean, uh, especially, I mean, that's, that's now back-to-back good performances. He's somebody you need, and he uh, he looks like he's, I don't want to say he's all the way back, but he is showing that he's got his command at least the last couple of times we've seen him. Yeah, no question. His last two have been excellent, and really like five of the last six have been excellent. The one hiccup he had, but um, he's so important, Mike, because he not only can dominate hitters in, in high-leverage situations, but he gives us another guy, so it allows us to not have to lean on Green and Robertson in those spots each and every night. The more guys we can have in that mix, the more they can kind of protect each other. And I thought last night we put him in a pretty um, tough spot there in a, in a tie game, and, and he delivered the goods yet again. I think he's in a really good place delivery-wise, and, and hopefully we can keep him getting the regular work and, and keep him on that track. Do you, ha- do you have a confidence yet, Aaron, that he feels more comfortable when this guy's on base or when he's going to be put in situations? I, I do, and I've, I've actually felt like that now for a while. I, I feel like he's, you know, when we've working with him behind the scenes and talking with him, I feel like he's he's pretty confident right now because I think he's so comfortable with his delivery. I think he feels like it's in a really good place. So that that hiccup is more about just that. You know, he hadn't pitched for four or five days, and, and maybe it was and, – and we're going to live with those every once in a while. As long as he's the dynamic guy he's been more often than not um, – you know, I, I think he he's walking out there right now with a lot of confidence. Right, and he is invaluable, I agree, because also it gives you a chance to get a little more rest for Green, who I always felt the one thing about him is you wondered, we know how good he is and how explosive he is, if he would be as durable as the other guys. No question. And I think last night was a great example of that, where Green came in and was lights out and didn't throw a lot of pitches. You know, I think the temptation was there to kind of run him back out for a second inning, but to be able to go to Dellen in that spot now, and that now all of a sudden we have Green available again tonight because Dellen was able to go do what he was able to do. And, and we don't have to extend Robbie last night, just the inning, so he's probably available tonight. So those they, they really kind of protect each other when they're all going well. And Chapman looks to me to be back to where he was you know, last before that slump last year, he had that slump last year that you probably noticed that he really lost it for a while and you wondered about him, but he's back. He now is back to being almost automatic. I mean, he, he's in that kind of, that kind of stretch right now. Yeah. He's, he's throwing the ball really well. I think one thing that, that, that stretch last year where he struggled a little bit, I, I think is, has contributed to him going to the slider a little bit more. The sliders become an absolute factor for him. If he's behind in the count, he feels confidence that he can flip it in there for a strike, for a get it in there strike. It's become a swing and miss pitch for him. And obviously, you know, the high 90s, 100-mile-an-hour fastball, 
that hitters have to account for. When you have another pitch that you can lean on, it, it, it allows the pl- fastball to play up in even more. He's in a good spot right now. I agree, and I almost think he learned that. If you remember when he gave up the big home run and had to come back out for the inning where he was gassed, he got them all on sliders that last yeah. inning. And to me, it, it was something he grew to really have a lot of faith in after that inning where he showed a lot, I thought, more than any spot in his career because he didn't have the 100-mile-an-hour stuff anymore. And he went out there and he got it done with the slider. Yeah, you're talking about the Indians. Yeah, the, yeah. The series. Absolutely. I was doing that game, and I think he, at one point he threw about 10 in a row because he was gassed. But... You're right. It's it's a pitch that he can he can now lean on for for a swing and miss, but also for a strike to get back in the count. And um, and and I think he's got a lot of confidence right now in that pitch. Severino goes tonight, and clearly there's another guy who has taken that. You know, you don't even question anymore that he doesn't belong among the top guys in the sport. He uh, he has gone there and stayed there at a very young age. Yeah, he's uh, he's pretty special, and um, you know, one thing I love about him is that. He's he's really driven to be great. You know, he he's not satisfied with with the year he had last year. He wants to continue to build on that, and I think he wants to be, you know, the guy we look to as the ace of the staff, that the anchor, the guy that can pitch us deep into ball games. I think it's something that that drives him and something that he's taking a lot of pride in. You know, you see good young players. We're talking with Aaron Boone, and we we heard about Torres since the days they traded for him. We even heard about him before that. He is even, to me, even better than advertised because when you see players who do everything as effortless as he does, that's special. You don't see that very often. I mean, guys, when they come up and they do everything so easy, the swing, playing in the field, every part of the game just seems he glides. He, he looks like a special player. He really does. It's a great point. His at-bat quality has been strong, but in the field, he's been a difference maker for us. Um, you know, he's got instincts. He kind of has the knack for being in the right spot. He's shown a lot of range out in the field. Um, he plays with a, with a confidence, with a glove on his hand defensively. And um, you're right, he, he's been very much a part of, of us winning games, really on both sides of the ball, giving us quality at-bats at the bottom of the order, but being special out at second. How do you feel about, as you get now into a little deeper part of the season, how do you feel about what you do with Stanton as far as how much he plays in the field, how much he DHs, how much that affects Sanchez, how much you want to deal with putting your best defense in the outfield. How are you dealing with that day-to-day? We just kind of try and map it out as best we can um, during during the week and, and try and kind of look at matchups and where we want to give Gary a day off, where it makes sense for Romine to get in, say, against a left-handed pitcher. Do we want to DH? Gary that day, get Guardy out of the lineup. We can put um, Stanton in left. I, I think he's played a really good left field. His last couple times out, he's made some impactful plays out there defensively, and, and it's a matter of time before he gets going and, and the offense will come around. And, and, and at some point we'll see him carrying, carrying the load uh, while other guys struggle. But, um, you know, we've asked a lot of them, um, moving around from right to left to DH, and I think – Overall, I think he's handled it really well. Where is he? Does he have a place that he prefers? Does he care? Would, would he rather DH? Would he rather play left? Does he have a preference? No, I, I, I don't think he minds DHing. Um, it's it's something we talked about very early in spring training. It's something, but I still think it. You still want guys to kind of find that routine, kind of find that rhythm of what they do when they're DHing, when they're playing the field, 
And um, I think he's still working through all that and trying to create that best routine over the course of the game. But I don't think he minds um, um, DHing very often. And we haven't seen him get hot. It was, I think he's a warm-weather player. I think there's guys that yep. just thought he's not a fast starter. It's not New York. He's not a fast starter any year. I think the weather's been brutal. We've seen that with Cespedes. You see with a lot of guys. It's just hard to play in that weather. It really is. <laughs> it is, man. I tell, tell me about it. It I mean, stinks. I mean, you don't want to play golf in it. You don't want to play baseball in it. You don't want to do anything in it. It's terrible weather. Yeah. I, I wouldn't want to hit. You don't want to hit somebody's, you know, 95-mile-an-hour uh, fastball in that weather. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's something you gotta you just gotta kind of grind through that first month of the season, knowing there's there's going to be those issues, and and you know through some of the struggles, he's also you know still gotten some big hits for us, and still the power's there, and and he's done some things that you know for as much as a struggle, he's still over a 700 OPS right now for his first month, and um, that's. That's not awful for a guy that we know is, in the end, going to get it rolling. And Gaudy's been struggling. I mean, really struggling. I mean, I'm surprised. You know, I, sometimes late in the season he gets tired. I've seen that a lot of times. R- rarely have I seen him struggle this much early in the season. Yeah, and, and it's more been this last week where he hasn't gotten a lot of hits. Up until that point, he was still getting on base a ton. But, you know, we haven't really seen him start to drive the ball yet. And, and I think he'll do that in time. He's off tonight against the lefty. You know, just trying as best we can to get him days here and there, but um, we feel like it's a matter of time before he gets rolling at the top of our lineup, too. You, you know, it's interesting. You have had moments where the team's been, you know, when you went home, you hit a lot of home runs. There's no question. You beat up on bad teams. You know, the Twins, the Yankees have just been killing the Twins so regularly for years. It's been unbelievable. But the poor Twins, they get it all the time. But uh, it, you haven't had everybody going yet, and still you no. had a nine-game winning streak. You've won four out of five in this 13-game uh, group against what is supposed to be the you know the teams that are going to challenge you. So the team has played very, very well of late, and you still haven't hit on all cylinders yet. Yeah, we feel like overall our offense has been very good, and you're right. We feel like there's three, four guys that haven't performed to what they're eventually going to perform. Um, I think it's a tribute to still our ability to, even when we're scuffling a little bit, to consistently be able to get on base, and, and the power following that up allows us to score runs. But then also, I don't think you can say enough, you know, about the starting pitching. You know, it doesn't get talked about a lot, but, you know, through these last couple of weeks, one of the common themes has been our starters have really given us solid efforts, seems like, time and time again, and then it's allowed the bullpen to really settle in. Well, I keep saying it, and I've said it for three years, and I'm tired of saying it. I keep saying you can't expect CC Sabathia to keep this up, and he keeps doing, <laughs> and he keeps doing it. And it seems like what he's learned and what he's grasped from the cutter and the way he goes about things now, he's almost become kind of ageless. He really has. I mean, the cutter has been a game changer for him. It's allowed him to um, be really competitive now with with not overpowering stuff anymore. Um, but I think it also speaks to what a good athlete he is. The ability to repeat his delivery, um, the, the ability to throw strikes with any of his pitches, but then that cut fastball to righties has been a game changer. Yeah, and you know, and and we know what kind of leader he is for your team and competitor from stuff like that, which is invaluable. A guy like that who, has, from the day he got here, he's been a very big leader on that team. Yeah, you know, I had the pleasure of playing with him in Cleveland. You know, when he was younger, obviously, and he was a great teammate back then. And to see what he's evolved into now as as really one of our leaders, somebody that I think everybody looks to, somebody that everyone in the room kind of can relate to. He's for being, you know, this superstar player, this 
big personality. He's very approachable. Guys trust him. Guys lean on him, and and he's just he's just so nice for me to have out in that room as as someone that just kind of has has the temperature on the club at all times. All right, we're talking with Aaron Boone. I'll give you one that I, that's been really good that surprised me and one bad. One is Judge. I've been surprised how comfortable he's been in all his at bats. He just seems to have really grown. Last year, he'd get fooled a lot. He'd get fooled a lot in his sided bats. I don't see that anymore. I see pitch recognition. I see I see him so much more comfortable at the plate this year. Yeah, it's it's um, it's I, I think that's true. You know, for as great a year as he had last year, um, yeah, I, th- I think he's even better this year. I think he understands for being such a big man, which can be a challenge as a hitter. Um, I think he understands his mechanics and and has such a good game plan going into each and every game. Um, that, that That's the thing that's really stood out. This is a special kind of makeup and a guy that really understands and, and is not satisfied with what he's done so far. And I'm surprised. I thought Walker would be a really good pickup. I'm surprised he hasn't gotten hot here. I thought the stadium was good for him. I, I've always found him to be a gamer. I really thought he would fit in very well. Yeah, and I and we still think he will. You know, uh, you know we talk about guys off to a slow start early. He's certainly one of those guys, but we feel like in time, um, you know, we can get him going and, and he can be a real factor, especially against right-handed pitching. With his left-handed swing in our ballpark, we think it's a matter of time before he gets going as well. And, um, you know, when he does, um, he can be a real force, you know, in the middle, down, bottom of our lineup as another just real quality hitter. Now that you've gone through 30 Thirty, you know, right around thirty games with this team. What's your what's your thoughts right now? Thirty games into a season, getting ready to come home, play the Indians, play the Red Sox. What's your thoughts about this team? What's the big picture for your team right now? Yeah, just you know, just grinding through this stretch of eighteen in a row. You know, trying to keep guys fresh as much as I can. Um, Is it a different team than you thought you'd have? Um, I don't know. It's it's a it's. I'm really proud of the guys. You know these guys are these guys are all just kind of gamers. They like to play. They they come to work every day. You know I feel like we're in a pretty good place from a win loss standpoint, despite weathering, despite kind of going through a storm those first couple of weeks where we got hit hard with the injury bug and just some different issues that happened. These guys haven't blinked. They keep turning the page every day and and you know against some tough competition right now. I feel like they're playing really well. Thanks very much. We enjoyed it. Thanks, Aaron. Uh, good luck the rest of the weekend. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Welcome back. Man. Thank good you very much. You. Thank you very Take much. Care. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron Boone on the Yankees, who will play with Keuchel tonight against uh, Severino. They have one more game tomorrow afternoon in Houston. Come home and take on the very talented Indians, who have struggled this year. They have not been that good so far, They, but they're in a division. The Indians right now are 15-13, and 13, but the next team in the division is 12 and 16. That's the best next best team. And that's Detroit. Detroit, Minnesota, Chicago, Kansas City couldn't challenge Cleveland this summer. If they live if you put all four of them together, they might not challenge the Indians. The Indians will win that. If they have any more than 86 wins, they'll win it going away. I mean that and they can coast. That's why I took them as an under, because they don't have to win 95 this year. They can win 90 and win by a mile. Uh, but they'll see the Indians and then they'll see the Red Sox. Let me give you the Yankee lineup before we break. Hicks. Remember, you're seeing Keuchel tonight. So, Gaudy gets a night off. Hicks in center. Judge. Didi. Stanton's in left. Sanchez. DH. Austin first. Andujar. Romine. Torres. Severino. So, there you go. Hicks, Judge. Didi. 
Stanton, Sanchez, Austin, Andujar, Romine, Torres, and then Severino on the mound. Severino, Keuchel, two very good baseball teams, two teams that you can tell expect to see each other sometime later in the year. Next fall, you can kind of tell, that's a kind of judge each other against just the way it's going to be with the Red Sox. It is right now with the Yankees and the Astros, game three of a four-game series tonight.